Hey, thank you for being here. My name is Darren Jansen, and this is the Breathe 911 podcast. I want to say thank you for being here. Every week, I get on here and I share what I'm learning about physical, mental, and emotional health for first responders. Now, I've created a free guided breathing exercise. It's a down-regulating breathing session, and it's free for you. All you have to do is head on over to breathe-911.com free, and there'll be a link there for you to download it. There's also a link in the description. Just click it, and it'll take you right to the page. If you enjoyed this episode, or if you got value from it, I would be grateful if you would head over to wherever you listen to it, whether it's Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and leave a comment, rating, or review. That helps us grow the channel and helps us reach new people. And now, with all that being said, enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the Breathe 911 podcast. Today is Wednesday, August the 2nd, and this is going to come out. Uh, we'll release this one on uh, Wednesday, August the 2nd. <gasps> Today. Today. So today, oh, you were in the surprise. Today (laughs) I have with me none other than my better half, Christy. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Today we are here. Christy had an idea to do a podcast and I (laughs) thought that was a great idea. (laughs) I have great ideas. Great ideas. Thank you. Um, So do you want to share what you want to do the podcast on? (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Darren's been getting um, some calls from some clients and a lot of the conversations have been about them as first responders and their spouses or their significant others and how the significant other doesn't always understand the response of the first responder. Right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So I thought, hey, I'm the wife of a first responder. I can talk about that with you. Heck yeah. So let's talk about um, some of the situations that I remember that we uh, navigated through were when I was probably soft talk acknowledged more on the policing side, um, like anger. Sure. And being having a very short fuse and a short temper. And I don't want to... I don't want to give the wrong impression that I am always calm because I'm not, I'm a very emotional human, but, um, and yeah. How- I think, I think we should just take it back because when you were, so you were hired young, you were hired at 21, 21. Um, we were dating engaged at the time. Um, and the reason I said yes to, marrying you one of the reasons was that you were a very compassionate people person you loved people still do still do you do again we should say you loved people you were super compassionate towards people you believed in people wanted the best for people i was very attracted to that quality in you and then uh you got hired with the police service Mm mm-hmm yeah, I did. I just recorded a what I would call is like if I were to ever do a TED talk, I just recorded that and I sent it to a bunch of people. And one of the things that I said in there was like this um, generational. How did I word it? Um, like this 
generational inauguration of of what cops are like and how cops behave and how cops have to behave in order to protect themselves and to protect others and and to really disassociate from um almost the human side because people plead with you to like don't do this to me man don't don't wreck my life and it's like how do you how do you take that on without trying to disassociate with that just without disassociating yourself with that human so it's a really tricky balance to figure out so you end up i ended up losing a lot of my humanity in the name of uh it's just it was how i was trained and it was how i continued to just operate yeah, and it, was, and it was an example from a lot of uh, the seniors above you, how they spoke about people, how they, uh, how you watched people be arrested. And it's not a blanket statement, though. This is not all first responders, no. that there's a shift in personality. But would you say it's fair that there's a shift in most or a lot or? Yeah, I would say that. Well, we, I mean, everybody shifts and changes in every new job and situation they're put in. So to say the shift, but I would say there was a shift towards like... More toxic behavior. More toxic I mean. behavior. The what mindset. we call in the enlifted community, a victim mentality of you're, you're always assigning blame in... Like you go to a call and you assign blame to somebody or something, the, the reason why this thing has happened. And so I developed a you know, a victim mentality of, you know, what is the definition of a victim? I'm going to put myself on the spot here. The victim mentality is an acquired personality trait where the person tends to regard himself or herself as the victim of the negative actions of others, even in the absence of clear evidence. Mm -hmm. The victim mentality depends on a habitual thought process and attributions. That's pretty good. Nailed it. All that to say, yeah, we... When we can bl- when we can find blame for our pl- plight plot <laughs> in life, when we can find blame uh, in anyone else but ourselves, then we are not forced to change because change is hard. And so to go to circle back, I'm rambling here, but to circle back to yes, most, if not all, first responders change the job changes them and it change. And I would say the majority from who I've talked to my experience with other people and these calls that I'm getting on now is yeah, towards frustration and anger. Mm-hmm. And then that leads to like outbursts and that leads to um, impacting your spouse and impacting your kids in a way that you don't intend to. It's a very hard job policing fire it's a very yeah it's EMS, a great rewarding job but yes it's very it's very, very hard and it's very hard on the family um because you're one person at work and then you come home and you know i'd say well h- how was your day and either you're like you didn't want to talk about it you wanted to go watch a movie and just chill out and not discuss your day or you you'd say Oh, I got to beat someone up today. And I would be like, what? What? That's not you. And so then that would put me into panic. And um, yeah, it was very weird to watch you change over the first year and then two years and, um, and not know how to process that on the other side of 
not knowing what you were seeing, not knowing really what you were experiencing, but watching the shift in, um, yeah, your, your love, your genuine love and compassion for people and believing the best in people. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, so a lot of pressure on the first responder to come home and be the husband or be the wife, be the mom, be the dad, help with the stuff around the house when you're trying to process some of the things that you just experienced, lived through, walked through, and not knowing how to process that. And not having not having the tools. I mean, I started in an era where a lot of this was coming to the surface, but like it was still in the era of don't talk about it, shove it down, we don't like we don't show emotion we and and like i don't think it's appropriate to show emotion in the middle of (laughs) in the middle of situations but there has to be outlets and and to to your point right that you know we're expected to be the a lot of times from a, a male's perspective expected to be the provider but then also to work on all the relationships at home but then to work on ourselves but then to like try to get career advancement like it can be very overwhelming on top of trying to process like the the human condition because you see the you see the worst of humanity and how do you process that and still believe the best in humanity right yeah how were you trained to deal with it at work well you're not okay so that's where a lot of the dark twisted humor comes from totally yeah because that really bothered me too, you know, get, watching you get together with coworkers and you talk about calls and like awful things, but laughing about it or being able to make a joke about. Well, there is, I mean, there is a, from my perspective, there is an element of that, that, that there, there is a healthy piece of that. And for someone who that, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing is because I, I had a call this week with someone who are trying to explain what I'm doing. He's like, so you're like a, like a black market counselor. I'm like, yeah, like I'm a kind of a black market counselor because I understand when I, when I get together and have these conversations with people who are going through things, it's like, I understand when they say, when they bring up a call or they talk about a relationship or something like I, I understand because I've been there. So to, to, to talk about the dark humor aspect is like, yeah, there is a, there is a point where it's like, well, it's maybe not appropriate to like break down or, or, or however, and to like be able to offload some of that emotion in what other people would consider uh, maybe an insensitive way, which is that there would be pieces of that. And so you have to know your audience and know who you're around. Right. And, and, and those things are, I would say are appropriate only in the right audience. Other people like you who hasn't necessarily experienced that stuff would not just wouldn't understand how that um it's not a it's not a it's not a disrespect to anyone it's like it's, it's how and it's a lot of a type loud personalities who are also looking for shock value right in certain <laughs> things they say yeah right so it, it accomplishes a couple of things but it is a it is a way to um decompress i don't know so is it possible for first responders to do what they do really well and to 
then be able to come home and do that really well. Of course it is. But it takes... So we're in a new era of figuring all this stuff out. And it takes discipline and work. Like, like that's what wasn't, un- I think, understood or communicated very well. Is that if you want to advance your career as a... In whatever field you're in, like, it takes work it takes discipline it takes more training it takes being intentional and so if you want to if you if you strive to have a really good family life and a really good relationship with your your spouse and your kids it's like that takes work mm-hmm. that's you have to be intentional and deliberate and spend time and work at it mm-hmm. and so and that goes for any any anybody right that goes for any relationship but when you're when you're working shift work and when you're tired and when you've seen things that are, should bother you and you're you're not dealing with them, like those things compound and that's how... So yeah, the, I mean, some of the things, I mean, shameless plug, some of the things that we're trying to do is create a community of first responders who can get together and in healthy ways, process things and process healthy habits and, and, and come up with healthy habits for individuals because it's not a one size fits all, like for, for themselves, how do we create a plan for them to go forward and win their days and get up at, you know, get proper sleep and, and all the health stuff that leads to more energy that leads to having the energy to put into relationships. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yeah, I definitely, I have seen you come back. So with growth. So there was a point, I don't know, two years into the marriage where I was like, gosh, if this is the trajectory that he's on, you know, with, um, toxic beliefs, toxic speech, bad habits that you were acquiring just to be able to handle some of the calls that you were working with. I was like, I don't know how our marriage will survive this to then um, seeing you put in the hard work for yourself, for our family, for the community. And I've seen you now come back to that compassionate lover of people, believing the best in people, um, wanting to engage with people, not finding joy in beating people up anymore. <laughs> um, but yes, so you have put in the hard work and uh, that's been awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, I, I mean, that's, it's nice that that's noticed. <laughs> <laughs> sure it is. So what are some of the, if you were to give like one takeaway for someone who's like, I don't know if this could be me or my family, like my family's falling apart or I'm falling apart. Or I have habits that are just super toxic. Do you have one quick takeaway for someone to give a first responder hope that it can happen? Yeah, the, there is not. No, I don't have one quick takeaway. Okay. To be honest. Yep. Because it's not a. Uh, because it's more than that. Like to just say, oh, get proper sleep or cut out caffeine or drink more water. Like it's, it's a, it's a ton of like not complicated things, but it's a, there is a process to go through. There is a roadmap to get beyond, but it's, it's not a quick fix. It's not a, it's not a like, oh, in in a week or two, you can have these awesome results, like six pack abs in 90 days. Like it's, it's not that it's being very intentional and being very committed to to change and mm-hmm. to changing i mean when you say that the biggest thing i think is it's changing your mind it's just changing the way you think mm-hmm. because a lot of people whether they want to admit it or not have this victim mentality where 
other people control their emotions. They like some of the highest performing A type personalities have the are doing things to spite people, to show people that they're wrong. To, like these other people that they don't like, care about, consider their friend, whatever, are are in their head and controlling their actions, which is insanity. And so, no, it it is a from from this side of the table it's a what i would say is give me a call and let's let's discuss right. and let's yeah let's let's have a conver- let's have some conversations around it cuz there's nothing i there's no i don't i don't derive a whole lot m- more joy i'm trying to say this i am very um one of the things that gets me up every morning is to know that i'm going to have conversations with first responders and and like get breakthroughs in 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 habits and routines and their thought process and relationships like that is what drives me so that I love that Mm -hmm. and that's what I am here for and that's what I want to keep doing so so part of your um program that you offer if people want to get in touch with you you are you do offer a complimentary initial just consultation to see if they'll be a good fit with their goals match with what you're able to walk them through heck yeah like just to like yeah just to get together and to have a conversation and to see what's going on with people. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that is one thing that I, I offer and that we, we do. Yeah. And then same, same goes for you. I mean, there are spouses that don't know Christy. So Christy took the same course has taken a lot of the same courses that I've taken in the last uh, year. And we are continually trying to grow, um, the way we think about these things and and just our education around them and tools that we can use. So Christy has taken a lot of the same courses and and her, from her side of the table, the expertise point is like how to, how do, I mean, when we say spouse, we mostly mean wife because that's, that's what she is and that's what she best relates to. Mm-hmm. But the wives of first responders who are, it's like, because it, it, it takes, because me changing changed her as well and changed her perception of me. And then, you know, when one person starts to change for the better, it's like, it's like, how does that partner or that spouse, you know, encourage and come alongside someone to improve that as opposed to maybe saying or doing things that are like, well, if you don't, if you're not, if this doesn't make you happy, nothing will, and you're not grateful for the, the, I'm trying, right? A, A lot of it's like, you know, baby steps. So to encourage each other in this process. So if there's, I mean, wives of first responders listening to this that are, are struggling or, or need someone to talk to, it's the same thing. Get on a call. I mean, it costs nothing to get on a call and you never know. It might change your life. The saying is most people, most people would pay to not have to work through their stuff. <laughs> that is that, like a, one of the courses that we took is called Enlifted with Mark England and yeah, his, one of his sayings is like, most people would pay money not to do like the thing, the things that we talk about are like, it's, you know, I call it black market counseling now because <laughs> it's like, and, and where we go is like, you know, what we say, you, we don't go anywhere. You don't want to go. And if you want to go there, great, we'll go there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but if you want to, if you want transformation, it's like, what does he say? It's like a spicy Thai dish. Yes, that's what he says. Burns going in, stings while it's in there and burns on the way out. But once it's done, it's done, right? So it's like, yeah, most people would pay not to feel better because it's uncomfortable. And one thing I've learned from uh, on the fitness side of my journey is 
where there's discomfort, where you find discomfort is where you will grow. Mm-hmm. So if you want to grow in certain areas of your life, get ready to get uncomfortable about them. And there's hope. Tons. Yep. We are one living example of that. I think that's good. I think that's so good. <laughs> you mean like you think that's a good comment? Do you think that's, yeah. I mean, that's a great place to close Cl- this that's what I was magic saying. off. I was saying, but that was also a great comment. Yeah. <laughs> well. Time to uh, shut this party down and get it on the way, on the web, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for your time. We appreciate you. We love you all. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you showing up and showing up for yourself. And thank you, first responders, for what you do. I second that. Have a good day.